Is that the same robe you got me? Kelly, oh Kelly. Oh my god. You're listening to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Hello you guys. Welcome back to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Cobb. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys all had a wonderful week this past week. We had the 4th of July. Uh, I feel like this week just really flew by, like it really did. Uh, The weather in Austin right now is in the hundreds, and I'm currently recording this episode with my air conditioning blasting. I'm bundled up with blankets with Louie, my Pomeranian, and I'm avoiding the outside world. I cannot be bothered. Uh, I'm really excited for this week's episode because I will be talking about what my life has really been like after being on reality TV. And this is something that I get asked about quite often. So I figured why not? Let's make a little episode about it. Uh, Before I do get started, a huge Huge thank you to everybody who has given me a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And for those of you who have also subscribed to me on YouTube. Also, those of you who have donated to me, I recently, I've been getting a lot of messages from people asking how they can support me, support my podcast, and I finally figured out how to do it. So I set up a cash app. If you guys want to support my podcast, even literally a dollar, five dollars, a penny, doesn't matter, uh, any form of support, I would appreciate it so much. All you have to do is click the link in my Instagram bio and just click support my content. And that's all you have to do. So I'd really appreciate it. Uh, If not just you listening, that is enough. Seriously, I don't need anything other than that. I really appreciate you guys. Um, And I'm always trying to improve my podcast too. So if you have any recommendations or suggestions, please send me over a DM either to at Kimberly Cobb, uh, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y-C-O-B-B, or at My Lips Aren't Sealed Podcast on Instagram. Per usual, we are going to get this week's episode started off with highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. As I mentioned, this past week was the 4th of July, so of course that is a highlight for me. I love the 4th of July, and our country has been going through it, and I won't go on a deep dive into all that right now, but I still love celebrating the holiday, being around loved ones and, you know, taking a day just to take it easy, drink, eat good food, and again, spend time with people you care about. So this 4th of July was very low key for me. Uh, I always have pretty low expectations. I think I mentioned on the last episode that we did get invited to go out on a boat and it just kind of made me uneasy, you know, being around crowds and being, uh, you know, boating, you know, drunk drivers, stuff like that. So 
My friends and I all agreed to have a very low-key 4th of July this year. We ended up hanging out at my pool at my apartment complex. I do live in like a luxury apartments, which sounds very douchey when you say it out loud, but the benefits of that is that the pool is beautiful and I love being able to host people and I've never ever been able to do that before. So it's really special. So the girls came over and you know, I bought watermelon and wine and we, you know, drank cans, spritzers and things and just had a good time. One of our girlfriends got very intoxicated and met the love of her life at my pool. And uh, we ended up hanging out with those that, that group of guys and just swimming and having a good time. Uh because she got so drunk, she did not make it to fireworks and my sister is not a big firework gal herself, so they ended up going home early and it just ended up being me and my best friend Danielle and we went to her apartment complex because she has the best view of the fireworks from her rooftop and we just chilled. We hung out on the rooftop. It was more like a family friendly gathering on her rooftop. My apartment was more like a younger crowd and hers was more of an older crowd. So we just like sat and watched the fireworks and uh, ended up befriending some um, drunk moms and <laughs> dancing to uh, good music with them and having a good time. And then we went back to Danielle's apartment and just watched really shitty reality TV. And it was a perfect night. It was, again, very low-key. Uh, you know, just barbecuing, hanging out by the pool, drinking, and that's all I really could have asked for. So definitely a highlight. Uh, highlight number two was actually this past weekend. This was more of like my big party girl thing that I did. So our friends started this plan party planning company. And basically they call themselves a luxury concierge service. They find things for you to do in Austin. You buy a ticket and you go and they take care of everything. So they had this uh, event planned where they rent a party bus and the party bus takes us from downtown Austin to San Marcos, which is about an hour from Austin. So we drove, um, loaded up the party bus. This was on Saturday. We got tickets. We loaded up on the party bus. Saw a few familiar faces, which was nice. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm starting to like, I don't know, settle into Austin. Like it's cool to go to these events and like recognize people and have friends and like my own little life I'm creating. So got on the bus, saw some familiar faces, uh, on the bus, they had drinks provided for us, music, and everybody was just there for a good time. We, I will say the bus was very hot. <laughs> Only complaint. Uh, it was just, it was too hot, but it's, that's Texas summer for you. You know, I can't, I can't really complain too much. Uh, but we drove to the river and when we arrived, we get off the bus, they give us all wristbands and we walk up, of course, we load it up on sunscreen, but we walk up to this giant pile of inner tubes and you just pick whichever inner tube you want, every different color you could think of. Of course, we chose pink and blue, my friend and I, because those were the colors of our swimsuits and we're extra like that. 
Uh, we got our tubes and then the whole group walks down to the river. We tie our tubes, our inner tubes together, and then we just float and we drink and they provided drinks for us on the water as well. They also provide inner tubes for your coolers. So you just put your coolers in these inner tubes and tie it to your tube and you guys all like float along and it's so fun. Uh, the float was very long. It ended up being probably three to four hours. It was long, but the water was so packed. The water was cold. Luckily, it felt really good and refreshing, uh, but it was busy because it's summer. It's peak summertime. So we um, finished the flow. We made a lot of friends. Everybody was there just to have a good time. What I love about Austin is that everybody is just so nice and so open to friendship and I can't really say the same for other places I've lived that said you know I I was in situations where I was more isolated from the opportunity to make friends but overall my experience has been really great here the girls are all very nice the guys are all really nice and it seems very genuine and I think that's what's hard to find I used to live in LA and people really want to be your friends when you live in LA, but it's not genuine. They want to get something out of you. People here, they just want to be your friend just because you're funny or you're nice and you're good vibes. So I love that. We finished the float and uh, got back up on the bus. It was so hot. Oh my gosh, we're so tired. Uh, so our vibe, our energy level was a lot lower on the way back, but just hung out with our new friends. Uh, Danielle and I ended up walking to Whole Foods afterwards and getting ice cold waters and acai bowls and snacks and took the rest of the night just to uh, decompress and <laughs> regain our energy back. I will say, I think we both got heat exhaustion. Like I was burnt, uh, dehydrated. It was a long day. So as much as I do recommend doing the, going on, you know, floating the river, tubing, whatever you choose to call it, definitely go in uh, knowing that it's going to be a very draining day and hydrate, sunscreen, hat, sunglasses, everything you can think of. Uh, but it's so fun. Definitely recommend doing at least once. Uh, the next highlights, uh, this is the big one, um, Thursday, this Thursday coming up, highlight hasn't happened yet, but this week is my trip to Mexico, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, I have been looking forward to this trip in so long, if this is your first time listening to my podcast, uh, hi, welcome, but also, uh, I mentioned this before, but I haven't been on like a vacation like a treat yourself relax drink hang out on the beach I haven't been on a vacation like that I couldn't even tell you when I've gone on girls trips you know to like Vegas to party or like I just went to Oregon to see my mom and like so much fun but this is like my first trip in a long time that's just for me and like I'm gonna be making content and it's like we're staying at an all-inclusive resort and I think it's just gonna be such a good time I cannot wait I'm getting all my stuff ordered for the trip and uh, it's just gonna be such a good time I'm going with Danielle that lives here in Austin 
and her brother's girlfriend. And they, her brother and Winter is the name of the girl we're going with. They've been dating for like five years. So she's pretty much Danielle's sister and it's gonna be a really good time. Both the girls are super chill, very easy to travel with. And I'm just praying for the best, praying for our safety. Cause I know I get a lot of people who do send me concerned messages, you know, be safe when you're in Mexico, don't drink the water, you know, don't get in Ubers. You know, there's just a lot of things to be um, aware of when you are traveling, especially out of the country. And I haven't been out of the country in a few years now. So I'm excited. I'm nervous, but overall just like, can't wait. Such a big highlight. I will definitely be recapping that for you guys next week. I'll let you guys know all about how it went. Praying I don't get sick. Oh my gosh. So nervous for that. But I stocked up on Imodium, stocked up on Pepto-Bismol, not going to drink the water, and hopefully that does the trick. As for my low lights, guys, RIP, uh, the guy who I was, was supposed to go on a date with over the weekend, I told you guys on last week's episode we were going to go see Jurassic Park together, and he ghosted me. I got ghosted, and... You know what? I could like get on the podcast and tell you guys, you know what? We went on the date. It wasn't a good fit and just move on. I could lie, but I'd rather be like so upfront and honest with you guys about like things that happened to me. Like this, it, it's such like a common thing to happen. Like whether a girl goes to guy or guy goes to girl, like that happens and it's super shitty and it doesn't feel great. But if you're listening and this has happened to you, you're definitely not alone. Like, it just happened to me. And, like, it sucks. Like, it sucks so much. But basically what happened was him and I were talking every day last week. And then I went floating on Saturday. So I was not on my phone. I opened up, like, one of his messages, like a Snapchat message. But it was like, he's like, oh, I got a new bike. I don't know. It's like nothing for me really to have a conversation about. So I didn't respond. And then Sunday comes and goes. And our date was supposed to be on Sunday. And he just never reached out. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm tired anyways from being on the river the day before. So I slept in, you know, edited, edited my content, posted everything. And I'm posting, you know, it was around like, six or seven ish, you know, at night when we would have obviously had been on our date. So I'm posting my stories from the river. He knew I went on Saturday, but I posted everything on Sunday because I didn't have time to on Saturday. I posted on my stories. He hasn't messaged me or said anything to me. And this man has the audacity to watch all of my stories. He watches all of them. Doesn't say anything, but watches all of my stories. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I post a lot of stories. So I don't know how to, how to feel about that. I deleted him off of uh, Snapchat because that's like weirdly, obviously red flag. His main form of communication with me, saying it out loud, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's probably for the best. Uh, but I deleted him off Snapchat. I still have him on Instagram because part of me is like, well... I kind of want him to see my hot pictures in Mexico because why not, right? But it doesn't feel good to be ghosted. And I think, I know I'm a 
firm believer in everything happens for a reason. It does. And I'm so happy I met this guy. We had a really good first date. It got, you know, it got me like hopeful for love again because the other dates I've been on have just been kind of like, they've been like, okay. But this guy like finally ignited something in me again. Like, okay. I haven't felt like ready to date and now I feel like I'm ready to meet somebody again. Also, just like a nice guy, like besides the whole ghosting part, like we had a really good time spending time together. So uh, you never know. He may come crawling back in a few weeks or months and apologize and have some really good excuse. Uh, But everything happens for a reason. Uh, It's not working out with him and I right now, and that's okay. Uh, Don't have too many other prospects right now. My Hinge, I'm like, Hinge is a dating app. And I have like a lot of matches right now on Hinge. But I just don't have the energy like to message a bunch of people right now. I do think like once you are, once you're on the dating apps, oh my gosh. It's like, it's a commitment. Like you have to put time into like having these conversations and really connecting with people. And... I just don't have that in me right now. I'm busy. I'm a busy girl. (laughs) So uh, it's okay. Not a very big low light though, but his loss, not mine. And I think, you know, again, what's meant to be will be. Uh, That's about it, guys. Let's shift on into pop culture and current faves. Oh my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just bought it. I see it. I like it. The funniest thing happened in pop culture this week. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Northwest, uh, her daughter, attended a fashion show in Paris. And if you haven't seen this video already, go look it up. It is so funny. Basically, you know, they're there watching the fashion show and the paparazzi's on the other side and they keep taking pictures of Kim and North. And I don't know how old North is right now. Maybe, I don't know, 12? Maybe I don't know. I don't even know. Maybe I should look that up. Uh, let's see. How old? Okay. North is, okay, nine years old. She just looks a little more mature, but she is nine years old. And she's annoyed. The paparazzi's taking pictures of her. They're just trying to enjoy the show. And <laughs> she has this pamphlet And she writes on the pamphlet, stop, the word stop. And so the paparazzi is taking a video of her and she holds up the sign slowly. And I swear it looks spot on Kanye's facial expression, uh, just mean mugging straight to the camera, holding up the sign that says stop. And it's goals. I'm pretty sure Kim reposted it too. So, so funny. And it reminds me that I need to watch the new Kardashian show weirdly enough you would think that I'm a huge Kardashian fan I love their content but I've never actually watched like die hard watched their show and I feel like that's a black hole I could definitely get myself into so keep you guys posted on that of course still watching Outlander two more seasons left uh it's getting good you haven't watched it already definitely recommend watching it as for my current fave I just made the biggest order, I think, of my life 
on Amazon and some of my favorite things I got. So I placed the order for basically for stuff for the float. So I got like water shoes, sunscreen, a protective phone case, things like that. And the other half of my order, well, well, I got some stuff for Louis and the other part of my order was all stuff for Mexico, swimsuits, cover-ups, sunglasses, those kinds of things. The Amazon swimsuits that I got, wow, I am so impressed. And the price is not that great. Of course, they're like $35 each, I would say about. And compared to, you know, Target, Target is like $30 for just the top. So you get the whole swimsuit for $35. And they're so cute. I'll do a recap video or something. I'll post all of them but they're very flattering. I'm a curvier gal and everything is tucked into all the right places. Uh, there's enough coverage on the booty and I just feel good. I'm so excited to take pictures and videos and uh, share them with you guys on the trip. And it's just nice because swimsuits for me have always been a problem because I am curvier and a lot of bikinis are meant for little sticks, you know, little stick women. And I love my stick queens, but that's just not my body type. And my ass will literally swallow those swimsuits. So it's nice to have some variety and some options. Amazon's definitely been stepping up their game. And I will link them all for you guys. I got some cute cheetah print ones. Like I got a red one. I'm, I'm going for it, guys. It's going to be... I'm so excited. I'm so excited to share that with you guys. The other thing that I got for my Amazon order that I am obsessed with is I got, okay, side note. Everybody thinks that Louis is a girl dog. They just do. He's white. He's fluffy. He's a Pomeranian. Okay. I get the assumption. Well, you know, I have the blue leash for Louis. because I'm like, well, I want people to know he's a boy. And that said, people still think he's a girl. And at this point, I'm like, screw it. I want to have a pink leash and a pink harness for him because I think that's adorable. It's my favorite color. He looks great in pink. So I got him this light pink harness and leash with little red cherries on it. It's so cute. I, I love it. Uh, the dog accessories on Amazon are pretty good too. So I will be sharing all of my finds with you guys on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb. And if you guys don't already know this, I do link every single thing that I wear and buy and use in my Instagram bio. So if you just click that link that's there, uh, you can shop everything. Everything that I talk about from Amazon um, or other websites, I pretty much link that. And if there's something that I do forget, let me know. Slide into my DMs. I will send you that link ASAP. Well, that wraps up the pop culture and current faves. Now we are going to go on into the main portion of this podcast episode. What my life has really been like after being on reality TV. I want to start out by saying I truly am so grateful that I've had this once in a lifetime opportunity to be on reality TV. Growing up, I always dreamed about being on TV one day and 
though I never thought it'd be on a show like the one I was on, I'm grateful regardless. Uh, though by contract, I cannot legally talk about what filming was like during the show. I do want to talk to you guys about what life has been like since filming because that in itself has been a whole experience. Life after the show has been interesting to say the least. So I'm going to break it down into some like pros and cons because I think that's like a good way to look at it. Of course, as I said, I'm so grateful for the experience, but there's a bad side to it too. And I kind of wanted to open up to you guys about my thoughts and experiences with that. So starting out with pros, number one is just the fact that I've been able to make new friends from the show, people that I would have never met. Uh, of course, you guys know Stephanie. She was on season one and two of the show as well. And Stephanie is an angel. She is so sweet. She is thriving in her new life in LA. And we've really been able to bond with over how similar our situations were. And she's also been a really good friend to me and somebody that I've been able to go to while I've been experiencing some things after the show. And she's just, she's just a good person. If you guys aren't following her already, uh, at Steph wrestler as her Instagram handle. And she's a sweetheart. She's thriving and she's just a really supportive person. And I wouldn't have met her otherwise. And I've been able to bond with a newer cast member as well, who truly knows what I've been through. And it's so interesting. You know, I can't say too much, but there is a newer cast member who's been through similar things like me. And we've been able to like really connect and we've have just so much in common. And it's crazy uh, how the show really has been able to connect me with people so similar to me, people, women especially, who are so strong and uh, independent and powerful, but have been sucked into these horrible situations where they do feel helpless and they do feel like they aren't being heard. And just being able to relate to these women in a sense that we've all been able to get out of these situations, whether that took a few months or a few years, like we've all been able to have that mutual bond with each other. In addition to friends that I've met from the show itself, I've also been able to make new friends from social media and my podcast community. When I say I feel like you guys are my friends, I mean it. I don't just say that to make you feel good about yourself. I love you but I'm not just saying it. Uh, it's cool. It's really cool to be able to share my life experiences with people and to be able to continue that relationship and grow that relationship. Even after filming, I've been able to really get to know some of you guys on a personal level. And even if it's just an Instagram message back and forth once or twice, like it's so cool and comforting knowing that I have your support and your love and that you guys just have been along with me through the whole ride. I mean, we filmed, we started filming in 2020 and we heard about the show in 2019. So guys, this has been, this has taken up 
several years of my life. And it's crazy that you guys have also been able to see me grow. One of you guys messaged me, uh, like, it's so crazy. Like they messaged me like, Kim, it's so crazy to like, see, see how much you've grown. Like, yes, like your social media presence, but just like as a person, like you are thriving now and you're like, so just seem so much happier and you're glowing now. And it's like, yes, that's so true. And it's like, you guys have been able to witness that with your own eyes. And I think that's really special. And I feel like my podcast community has an even tighter bond because you guys get to like hear about my day to day and my stupid boy drama and, you know, learn from my experiences, I hope. And just getting to really be able to grow our bond even more through the podcast. I feel this is like the most unique and intimate way to get to know me. And, you know, I'm doing my best to keep up with my podcast and I do lose motivation sometimes because I just get sad and I'm like, you know, dealing with my own mental health. But then I get messages from you guys who say like, thank you so much for sharing your story. Or like, I love looking, I love listening to your podcast. I look forward to hearing it every week on my drive to work or um, on my way home. And even if I haven't responded to, to your message, like I have seen those things and it's like, it's, I'm trying not to say the word like so much, but I just get excited and I, it's the California in me. I keep inputting it. Uh, basically moral of the story. You guys are my friends and I mean it when I say it. And that's one of the biggest pros to come out of any of it. Another thing that's really cool, uh, af life after reality TV is getting recognized in public. Uh, so cool. It's like, it's so cool because it's just something that you would never think would happen to, you know, I was just like a, a little small town gal and, you know, nobody really knew who I was. And now it's amazing to be able to go out to the grocery store and like get a talk to you guys and you know my story and we've been able to connect and laugh about the horrible shit I went, I went through and we just like, you know, it's fun to have that immediate bond with a complete stranger. It's so cool. Also, just like, I think one of the biggest pros, you know, the, one of the biggest things that's happened to me after being on reality TV is just that being on the show helped me open my eyes to the problems that my relationship had. And it helped me grow as a person. And it also helped me figure out what I want in a partner and in a relationship. And it showed me the kind of behavior I'm not willing to tolerate. And it makes me wonder like, God, if I hadn't been on the show, would I have learned that lesson? Would I have heard from all of you guys and grown and listened to your advice and trusted my gut and done these things? I don't know. I don't know if I would have. And life after the show, it's like, you know, I'm still getting messaged and contacted about the show almost every day and looking back it's like wow what the hell was I thinking why did I stick around so long you know and it's this confidence that I have people say it's like a glow well no it's like my confidence I've gotten back I've I've confidence in myself now and the decisions I've made and looking back that girl didn't have confidence she wasn't proud of who she was she wasn't you know confident enough to 
do what was right for her. And it took me a long time to do what was right for me. So just being able to reflect on that in this past year has been amazing. And I have grown a lot and I, I would say I'm glowing a little bit. Uh, and I think the, you know, the absolute biggest, most amazing, incredible thing since being on reality, being on reality TV is that I feel like in a way I have found a little bit of my calling. And what I mean by that is there are thousands, and I hate to say it, thousands and thousands of women who have been in situations like mine. They've been through situations where they were in toxic relationships or there was domestic violence or there was horrible things going on to them and they weren't brave enough to get out of those situations or they didn't feel like they had the support system that they needed or you know they maybe they felt like alone and I've gotten the opportunity to connect with so many of you guys who have been in the toxic relationships and then I get to hear how my story has helped you guys in your own lives and it's made the whole experience worth it no matter what, like filming reality TV. Whether or not I regret doing it or not, like there's no way I could say I regret doing it because of the fact that I've been able to touch so many lives. And I'm not saying I'm doing God's work. Like I did not go on some really incredible um, move, like a show that really moves you. You know, like this was a silly reality TV show but I was still able to affect people and I was still able to open my eyes up, open my eyes up to a lot of serious issues that were going on and also help others see that situations that they were in too weren't good ones after seeing the things that I was experiencing. I've been able to, you know, talk back and forth with several of you guys, share resources. Um, if you feel like you are in an unsafe situation where maybe domestic violence is occurring or you're in a toxic relationship. The link in my Instagram bio has a link to a resource for you for the domestic violence hotline. I recommend it. It is a safe website to visit. They do not track your uh, history or anything when you're on the site. If you are in serious danger to that extreme, um, you rest assured knowing that, but I do feel like I found my calling in a sense. I want to help others who have been in bad situations and haven't been able to get out. And I want to be able to advocate for women who feel like they aren't being heard or seen or people who feel like they don't have, uh, a safe haven. So I'll end my rant right there, but, and that's like, I don't know. It's just, it's been really incredible to be able to connect with any of you guys. If you're listening and you have reached out to me and we've been able to chat, like I just, I've really cherished our, our conversations. If I haven't been able to respond to a message that you've sent to me, bug me again, DM me again. Uh, let's chat. I'm here for you guys. Seriously. Uh, women are a lot stronger than we get credit for. And I'm just so proud of myself for overcoming the things I've overcome and proud of you 
if you've overcome things, whether or not that is your relationship, maybe there's other things going on in your life that you are overcoming right now or you're battling, you got this. We are so strong and we can do it, okay? If I can, you can, okay? Uh, I do want to also transparently say that life after being on reality TV has not always been like all sunshine, sunshines and rainbows. And there even might be more cons than pros. So I'm going to jump on into those. It's going to be a little shift of energy, but, uh, I think it's worth talking about. Yes. I've made so many incredible friends. I've grown my social media family. I've been able to connect with so many incredible women, but there are like some bad things that have happened since being on the show. So let's dive on into that. Uh, I chose not to be on this new season, but as I mentioned, I continue to be messaged about the show every day. And that is totally fine. I love that people still come to me with their thoughts and their opinions, but the other side of it is that sometimes when I post content related to the show, uh, you know, like I, I post my silly TikTok videos making fun of people from my past or things that I did or stupid things that I believed. And sometimes when I post those things, I get dragged by some haters saying that I'm doing it for attention or saying that like I clearly haven't moved past my last relationship. And what people don't realize is that when you are in a toxic relationship for years, it does take a long time to heal. And though I am completely over the relationship and I'm so glad I closed that chapter of my life and I've moved on to a new one. My life here in Austin has just been so incredible, but I'm still reminded of my past on a daily basis. And therefore I use humor through things like those funny TikTok videos to cope with that trauma. So I don't know, to be quite frank, like it sucks that I've been able to move on, but some people think that means that I should act like it just never happens. And maybe that's something that some that works for some people, but it doesn't work for me. I, I'm a Pisces. <laughs> I wear my heart on my sleeve. And it's very obvious when I'm sad. It's very obvious when I'm mad, happy, or if I'm just working through some, some of these emotions. And truly, like I don't think it's right to tell someone how they should stop, how soon they should stop talking about something. Uh, for example, I was venting to my mom about this and I was like, okay, uh, knock on wood, this would never happen. But if my dog passed away, am I not allowed to post about my dog anymore just because he died? Like, obviously that's a super, uh, not a super similar example, but like, come on, just let people live and post what they want to post. Uh, and that goes hand in hand with this is the fact that being on reality TV, it, it has taken a pretty big toll on my mental health. I've been struggling with my depression and anxiety and my mental health only suffers more when I have people who don't really know me telling me what I should and shouldn't be doing with my life or my social media. So just let your girl live. Okay. <laughs> uh, Another kind of con is that 
sometimes being recognized is also like a bad thing. And for example, uh, sometimes I'll go out in public, I'll look like complete trash. Like I do not look good. Or maybe I am having a bad mental health day and I'm just feeling sad and antisocial. And when I do meet people in those instances, I feel like I don't meet people's expectations because of how awful I look or how I act. And then I feel embarrassed and like regret like having that interaction that wasn't as incredible as it should have been. Or I've been recognized when I'm out drinking with my friends and just having a good time. And I never really let myself get too drunk because I have major control issues, but I do feel more aware of how I'm presenting myself when someone does come up to me and say hi after I've been drinking. I always do want to make a good impression when I meet you guys and I get all in my head about what you guys think of me after we meet and that's like just more amplified when I've been drinking. So that's just kind of life after reality TV, you know, it's like I'm not even in the show but I'm still meeting you guys out and it's so special and amazing but I put this extra pressure on myself to make sure that every person I meet has the best interaction with me possible. So hopefully if we have gotten the opportunity to meet in person, I truly hope you had a really good experience and I met your expectations. Uh, If not, I'm sorry. Maybe I was just having a bad day. We are all human and it happens. Uh, Another con from, you know, life after being on reality TV is just the simple fact that I legally cannot answer most questions. People ask me if, you know, oh, are they, are they really like that? Oh, what's their sexuality? Uh, do you guys still talk? Are there other reasons you ended things? And like, these are all questions I get every single week, multiple times a week. And they're such great questions. And like, They're valid questions and they're questions that I wish I could give you the answers to, but I legally cannot give my honest opinion or feedback on anything. Like even when my own name is being dragged, I can't really jump in and defend myself. So that's why it's up to you guys, my little podcast army, uh, to defend me whenever necessary. Okay. Jump on in, take those trolls down. Uh, The last thing I will talk about when it comes to my life after being on reality TV and it's just like how reality TV has affected my dating life. I think that is a very big one. As I mentioned, I'm on the dating apps and when you make your dating app profile, you upload pictures of yourself, you answer some prompts, you talk about who you are. And you also have the option to link your Instagram account or link your Spotify or you can even type in like, hey, this is my Instagram handle. And that's something I never do. I never link my socials to my dating profiles because I want to make sure that the guys are interested in me and are forming their own opinion of me based on meeting me in person rather than from what they see on my social media. I mean, I've had guys who think I'm a catfish and they'll kindly ask me like, Hey, I just want like one social media account to prove that you're real. And you know, I've done that once or twice. And 
once we get to our first day, I find out that they've Googled me or they saw my engagement on YouTube or they have a million questions about the show and filming because they've never met somebody who's been on TV and because they're excited uh, about that, they focus more on you know, that conversation than actually getting to know me. I've been able to, you know, change the subject and refocus the conversation to still make the dates good, but it isn't great feeling like someone you're interested in thinks they already know who you are before you even meet. And it's difficult to reroute that narrative and also make sure that the guys I'm dating are interested in me for me and not just for what they can get out of me or because I have a blue check mark on my Instagram. And on the other hand, there are some men who hate, like they just hate or just are not interested in girls who have been on TV or who do social media full time. They kind of have a bad rep. And so there's that too. So I think just really navigating the dating scene since being on TV, it's been interesting. It's been a lot of like give and take, a lot of learning. And as most of you know, I only recently really started getting back into dating again because I needed that time to heal. So I'll continue to learn and have these experiences and figure out, you know, people's true colors once I do meet them. And, but it's interesting. I mean, think about it for a second. Think about, you know, you're going on a first date with somebody and they already know, They already think they know everything about you. They've already Googled you. They've already seen videos of you. It's like, oh my God, how cringe. It's like, oh, especially because I feel like physically and emotionally, I have changed. Like I've changed a lot. We wrapped up filming in 20, August, 2021. So it's been almost a year. I've changed a lot in that year. So when a guy Googles me, or looks me up on YouTube and I'm getting proposed to, that was in 2020. It's like, oh my gosh, that, I don't want him to see that. Uh, so it's great. It's great. But again, overall, I am so appreciative of the opportunities that being on reality TV has brought me. Would I do it again? I'm not sure. But choosing to be on it got me to where I am today. And has allowed me to share my life and connect with all of you. And for that alone, I wouldn't change a thing. I am continuing to learn about myself every day and grow from my past experiences as we all do. And I think it's so important to remember that we are all human. We all make mistakes and we are all always changing as people because of the obstacles we overcome that shape us over time. And I will end on this. I'm very optimistic about the life I'm living after being on reality TV. I'm in a city that I'm thriving in. I know what I want in a partner now. And I have all of you guys to cheer me on and support me, even if I do make mistakes along the way. These past couple of years have taught me a lot about myself. And I'm just going to continue to do the things that make me happy and surround myself with good people, as we all should. If you had any questions about the things I talked about during this episode, or if you need links to any of the resources I talked to, uh, send me a DM on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb or at My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. 
If you enjoyed listening, make sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Hit that follow or subscribe button. And if you're feeling like, oh my God, Kim's amazing. I love this podcast. I want to support her uh, more than just following her and you want to donate, again, you can click the link to donate in my Instagram bio. There's a URL in my bio. Click that and just scroll down to support my content. I'm also going to be saving it as a highlight reel. So you might be able to see it um, on my highlights on my page as well. But thanks so much for tuning in. I love talking to you guys about everything that's been going on. It just seems like time's flying. Time flies when you're having fun, right? Um, But again, thanks guys so much. We will chat more next week.